You're listening to. Welcome back to the Korean Drama Podcast. I am 33.33333333% of your <laughs> co-host collective, uh, Steve. And I'm here with Kathy and Kim. How are you guys? Good. Oh my gosh. I thought you were, for some reason, like saying your age very specifically. And I was like, oh, okay. I I'll guess take we that can as do a that. compliment. Thank you. <laughs> P.S. I because I really wanted to um, download one of the songs from this episode. You can guess Ooh. which one. Um, so I went to search um, the soundtrack in iTunes, and I found out what they're saying in the theme song. <gasps> oh my gosh! You, you mean the you make me bag or bad or mad? What is it? Is it fly? You make me bad. Are you guys ready? It's you make me back. 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 You I'm make me so back? sorry, Marvin. Our that makes even Marvin, less sense. Our producer, that my mic just spiked so much. That's so yeah, wild. Sorry for the clipping. Well, what is that even? Being authentic to K dramas. Yeah. You make That's me true. back. I have no idea what that means. That's like I, the worst. I'm of all gonna of our need. Guesses. Let me. Let me just. Let me just. I. I. Since we have the advantage of, I'm right with my computer. I must find the rest of these lyrics. Yeah, it just, I don't understand it, um, but it is what it is. Oh, good. The lyrics are all in Korean, so that's, (laughs) that's great. Okay. Oh, oh, there's an an urban dictionary definition. Here's the top definition. I've not read this before. I'm just going to read it in real time. You make me back. The term you make me back comes from a song called You Make Me Back by Woosung, the song was originally from the OST of a 2020 show called Itaewon Class. Whoa. You Make Me Back or To Be Back is to be confused in love, scared and angry at the same time or just, and it appears that they just like smashed on the keyboard as you do sometimes. <laughs> the closest emoji to being made back and it's capital M made, capital B back would be, and it's the emoji where, it's hard to say because I'm used to the Apple emojis, but it, it is a guy that looks like he's in distress or an emoji that looks mm. like they're in distress with like a like eyebrows that's like oh and like a little like wobbly mouth so in a way when we said you make me bad or sad we're not really that off i thought that he was saying you make me fly so i was <laughs> quite off is this like one of those weird internet audio tests where like what are they saying you know, yeah. and you can't, it's hard to, like, what was it? What was the thing that on the internet before? It was like. Wasn't it like Laurel Canyon and something Laurel. Else? Laurel. And it's like. What? Laurel. What is this? It's like Yanni. a black and blue. Yes, Laurel ya- or Yanni. That's what Yarl, it was. Yanni. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, like the dress thing. Yeah. I hate these things. I don't know yeah. the answer. God damn it. Uh, well, now wow. that mystery settled. You Sweet. make me back. You oh my me gosh. Back. I can't I simply can't get over it. That's so wild. I need I, to look I mean, props to uh K dramas getting on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> it was like um a, a dedicated entry for Itaewon class is is pretty amazing. I don't know why Urban Dictionary is like the mark of like success, <laughs> but 
Um, I'll take it. I mean, people wanted to know what it meant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it was like a common question in the in the streets. Yeah. And man, frankly, we solved it. And I think that it does fit. Like if you make me back means you make me feel confused or in distress. I think that's really accurate. I'm going to try to incorporate incorporate that in my daily lexicon. Oh, I feel so back. <laughs> is that right? Was because that how you use it? Because of this episode? Because of this whole definition. Oh. But oh, you're, so you're right. We do have an episode to talk about. Which, But before we get started, I want to just say something. Because I felt, you know, it's been a couple weeks and I'm not trying to bring down the party. But, you know... The shit, the tragedy in Atlanta and all that stuff, it makes me feel really back. And um, I'm not trying to make light of it, but in the context of the podcast, I I suddenly felt a gross feeling in my mouth when I realized, like, you know, I, I, you know, I, you know, we have friends who are posting about, you know, say their names, the victims. And it's, I mean, it's it's I'm not trying to make light of it or fun of it, but there was, you know, everyone's trying hard, but it's like, especially, I don't know, as a Korean person, Korean names are fucking hard. And despite people's good intentions, it's like, yeah, but that's not really how you say it. <laughs> that, that, thought, that thought crossed my mind. And then, and it's like, it's complicated, you know, because it's like we we make these nicknames for these characters on the show. And I'll admit, as a Korean American, someone who predominantly spends his time in America, uh, but I had the fortune of spending some time in Korea too, what happens is you get used to the things in your environment. So like, if you're not meeting a lot of Korean people with Korean names, it suddenly becomes a lot more harder to kind of like pick the names up. But then when you go to Korea, there's like a little bit of like a immersion process. And then after a while, you like catch on really quick. And then like, for example, American names start sounding kind of weird and foreign to you. So in acknowledgement of that, I'm going to, I've decided at least challenge myself to just, you know, get, refer to the characters by their Korean names um, and, and just, you know, challenge myself like i don't have to resort to a nickname because not to get too heady but you know uh, looking back it's like like for example my dad his name is sung sun but then plenty of non-koreans non-asian be like hey what's your name no 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 i'm gonna call you mike so it's like mm-hmm. i remember that and it's like oh you know what okay fine i'm going to um try to not, at least for this episode, who knows how I'll feel next week, but for today, I'm just going to try my best to say the names. That's all. However you guys want to do it, Kim, Kathy, you know, that's uh, it's on you. No pressure if you want to play into dehumanizing these Korean characters. But, you know, it's all you. I'm playing. I mean, I totally hear you, Steve. I actually was like oddly thinking about that, too, that I was like, oh, is it like fucked up that we don't refer to them by their names um, and we use these American 
uh, nicknames for them. Um, so I think that's a completely valid point. And I like to challenge myself to that as well. Also, I didn't tell you guys this before we started recording, but I signed up for a Korean language class. Whoa. <laughs> so I'm going to start that next week on Zoom. Nice. Um, and uh, I also, I got to go right into um, the basic class, basic A, <gasps> instead of being in the intro class. Ooh. Oh, yes. So uh, I'm very Duolingo. excited. Du- thank Duolingo. you, Duolingo. Thank you, Rosetta. I mean, I took the I took the basic class like several years ago, um, but I had to miss a bunch of classes because I was doing improv shows. And it's really hard to fall behind when you're learning the alphabet in a different language. Um because if you don't know the alphabet, then you can't read any of the words. But I've gotten a lot, uh, a lot more proficient at reading since then, um, and I'm trying to be a lot better about pronunciation as well. So, Steve, mm. I'm, I'm on board with you. I don't actually know some of their names, but I did write down somewhere in my notes. We don't need to. I, I don't need to be. Sheet. Yeah, I don't need to be narrating as I try to find everybody's names. No, I like I like the narration. Oh, I don't have any pens in this room. Okay, well, I'll write it down with my mind. <laughs> oh boy, I was I was not prepared for the. Oh, okay, I don't have to I don't have to give myself up. I don't think. You know what? Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell you a secret. I, I pulled up the IMDb page. I just did that too. I, <laughs> oh, I feel really bad. Um, I oh. also I would love to not dehumanize anyone and say their names. I did think that um, we were going in the. Uh, uh uh what's it called uh the precedent of uh gay of thrones and using pop culture references uh for the characters but um i don't of course want to uh dehumanize anyone so i will use i have their imd pulled up and i I do too that's a great that's a great idea everybody you know okay i should clarify i initially just wanted to say that to like put you guys in the hot seat and make you squirm a little bit but all right (laughs) Okay, okay, fine. All right. Because honestly, here, here, because if you think about it, and what we're doing, okay, fine. It's, it's, it's in the gray. It's in the gray. We're, we like to dabble in the gray. But I like to think that um, we're doing it out of an angle of love rather than um, dehumanization. I'm, I'm just trying to, like, make you guys sweat. But. Oh, I mean, I, I think I think that we I think that we do it from a place of of having fun for sure. But I think it's also completely legitimate to try to use their character names because, you know, you know what? You know, it's also tough because in Korean, especially um, sometimes it's rude to refer to somebody by their name. So you in, hmm. instead hmm. you refer to somebody by their title oftentimes. Oh, and so sometimes you won't even know somebody's name, but only know them by their title. And then, um, so then, especially in Korean dramas, you you apply that. It's like a lot of the, some of these characters, we never hear their full names because it would be rude and weird for them to be called by their full names. Uh, right. Like, like at, at the at the beginning of this episode slash the end of the last episode, when uh, uh, when the president of Jungkook calls uh, Seroi, he's like, it's me. Jung Dehi. And I was yes. like, I had no idea what this guy's name was. I know it was written on his desk, but I was like, we never heard of Sex yes, before. Right. It would be very strange. But, but at the same time, I've noticed that, especially when talking with friends, they will refer to each other by their full name. So they, they'll be like, oh, uh, oh, Pak Like, 
what like you know they'll they'll use their full name in a sentence to the person it seems like as though i would be like oh steve lim is here uh, or whatever you know what um, i mean um yes i think that like i might say that i might use your full name uh what, what was your name kupakim kupakim <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Your Korean people. name was uh. My Korean name? Yeah, yeah. Is Hyunju. Hyunju Kim. 네. Ah, yeah, yeah. 반갑습니다. Kim Hyunju. I might say it in like in the context like this, like, yeah, Kim Hyunju. 밥 먹을래? Yeah, but that I would find that very unsettling if in English you were like, "Hey, Kim Cooper, are you hungry?" I'd be like, "Or is that what you were saying?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. See, this is why you're in the basic A. Yeah, basic A. Good, you passed the test. That's what I was doing. Thank you so much. You're the teacher. You're the TA. The teacher was like, "We're gonna just make sure everybody can be in basic A." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. But yeah, uh, I would feel that that was odd. But it could be like totally a cultural thing. How long have we done this episode now without <laughs> without starting the episode? Oh, I don't know. But we're going for the record now. Wow. We are going for the record. <laughs> Have we not started because I don't know how to pronounce anyone's names? Perhaps. Um, but oh, wait. Oh, Zhang Dehi. Zhang Dehi. Zhang Dehi. Um, so when Zhang Dehi over the phone is telling, telling, telling a Korean accent, Nawaso. Oh, Steve. Okay. When Zhang Dehi is calling Park Seroi and he says, it's Zhang Dehi? Culturally, um, hot take. What he's acknowledging, uh, is that he's seeing Park Seroi as a as a rival. Not mm. normally, if you're kind of like the age of someone's uh father, you'd refer to yourself as like, oh, I'm like Kunon's father. You know, like you know, he's your classmate, right? Like in that kind of way. But then to mm. say his full name like that is a is an it is like a. Is kind of just really saying like, "Hey, I'm not your elder; I'm your enemy, or I'm like mm. somebody that is, oh, I we're see. on equal level." So it's kind of like giving license uh, and acknowledgement to Pak Seroi in a weird way, which actually the writers do a wonderful job of kind of pl- building upon later. Oh yeah, well, so they Zhang uh, Dehi and um, do you in Korean is are ours hard or are they soft? like rl it's like japanese it's like it's interchangeable mm-hmm. so but like, so the last name park is park or is it like park oh park 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 yes okay oh, that was good. wait that was good. hang on hang on just really quick and i promise <laughs> not to, to keep korean. derailing us with my korean <laughs> yeah. language questions but because like so the name and i know that this is like contentious in korean but the name park is spelled P-A-K, no? Well, and here's the thing. Here's the beauty of uh, immigration and customs and, and rules and stuff like that. No, I mean, that. sorry, like in, in Korean, it's spelled P-A-K, right? Pak? Or like the B-P... Biup? Okay, this is not this is not interesting <laughs> podcast. Great podcast. This is, I'll just welcome to the Korean language <laughs> drama podcast. I mean, okay. Well, here's what's happening. Is... Uh, <laughs> Jung <laughs> oh, Dae-hee and Pak Seroi are meeting um, at Jung Dae-hee's request. Jung Dae-hee is Darth father for those of us. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably have to make those connections, huh? 
Oh boy. Oh, oh yeah. Boy. What hole have we dug ourselves into? <laughs> um, Darth Dongbehi. And Seroi Bolkat are meeting. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to make it even more harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Zhang Dehi wants, oh gosh, now I got to figure out who Puppy is. Kunsu. Kunsu. So, okay, so within that family, you have Kunwon. Maybe the easy way to remember it is Kunwon is the older one because he's number one. That's Joker. And then Kunsu is obviously the younger one. Um, Su could mean um, like it's like water, you know, it could mean that based on like characters. Um, and so we could say like, oh, puppy's kind of like easy going. He just kind of goes with the flow or like, like he's like, he just kind of wants to be in. Um, what do you call it? Uh, shoot. What's her name? <laughs> Jojo, uh, Emily uh, in Paris. Iso. Iso, Joe Iso. Yeah, he's kind of just like goes with the flow of whatever Iso wants to do, right? That was my way of remembering. Iso? Iso. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> so. Good luck, Kathy. Oh, God. Zhang Dehi <laughs> wants um, Seroi to fire Gunso. Gunsu? Gunsu. And uh, Seroi is like, no, no, no. Um, don't worry about it. I'm going to keep Gunsu and I'm going to buy my own building. Um, so you don't have to worry about it. And Dehi's like, well, what do you want from me? And Seroi's <laughs> like, why? Oh, is that, did it, is it wrong? It just sounds funny to refer to, I guess, uh, in, in that world, all of his uh, lackeys refer to him by Chairman Chang. Uh, mm-hmm. So they might be like Chang Hejang, Chang Hejang Nim. Something like that. Um, but to call him Dehi is, <laughs> is funny. I like it. Because it feels like very um, too casual, too like. We're, we're evening the playing field. We are you know? evening no the playing field. No one is good. Yeah. At, no one is better than anybody else. So mm-hmm. we're not, you know, we don't have to call him chairman. I know, right? He's, he's I don't know. just as well, insignificant is, as the rest of us. This is funny because this goes into what feels like a theme of a very like. DSA AOC progressive like episode because it's all about the people this episode. Ooh, um, very good point. Park Seroi is always talking about the power is with the people and he's going to protect his people over money and over getting to his goals quicker because that's what's important to him is the people. We love it. So I did that on purpose, not calling him Chairman Zhang. So that was damn. Uh, that was me. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, Stick it to him. Right on. Yeah. So Senori basically wants um, Dehi to like apologize and like pay for what he's done. Um, but I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and so meanwhile, Sua confronts Dehi. De- oh, shoot. Dehi. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sua confronts Dehi for being emotional about the decision to buy the building from under um under Seroi and Dehi is not happy about this. He's like, how dare you? Yeah, he was like, I'm already in a bad mood. And I was like, God. I know. What a what a the word. Anyway. Asshole. I yeah. think that's a good word for him. Okay, now which one is hat? These pictures are too small on IMDB. Oh hat Ooh. is um Sungwan. Uh, Sung- Sung- oh, Sungwan. Sungwan? 
Yeah. Well, Sungwon. 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 Um, very much would like to go clubbing. Um, I love Sungwon. Sungwon is great. And Sedoi has never been clubbing. So Sungwon takes it upon himself to teach Sedoi how to approach a girl at a club, which is just, it's, he's just like regurgitating Yisaw's, um lesson. With his own little little, which twist. is so funny. I yeah. really wanted him to show the arm thing again, where he like, uh, where when uh, when Yiso was teaching uh, yeah. Sun Kwon how to dance, where she was like, "So you put your hands in the front, so the girl can see that you have your hands in the front and you're behind her." And that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead, he puts his like chin on like uh, Park Seroi's shoulder. <laughs> that was such a funny moment because Seroi was like. Don't do get yeah. out of here. No, <laughs> and he was like, yep, like, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. And props to the Greek team. Uh, because the beers that they're drinking at the table, um, instead of the Korean beer cloud, uh, they renamed it and redesigned it to say cold. Um Ooh. using the same oh. kind of graphics. They didn't just use blue gaffers tape to cover mm-hmm. it up. Uh this is Netflix budget, baby. They're moving and, from uh, cutting off a word. To manipulating the word. Totally, totally, yeah. That is funny because just to jump ahead very, very briefly, I noticed that uh, a bit later in the in the episode when they're outside, um, the popular uh, body body care brand Lush had been Greeked to just be Ush. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't even like, notice I that. Didn't know how they... Wow, I don't know we- how they did it, but they just took out the L on a sign on a store in the street. What a missed wow. opportunity because they could have made it Usher and that would have been so much Damn. more fun. Oh. Damn. Are you guys listening? You could have made it Usher. Because I, I have notes for the Greek team. <sighs> okay. Well, <laughs> uh, Last season, we had a lot of notes for the writing team. This mm-hmm. season, uh, I'm not sure who's 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 set, set think, deck. Yeah, set deck, art department. We're, we're looking at you. Mm-hmm. We're paying attention. Yeah, don't sleep on your job because we're watching. <laughs> oh, okay. we're watching. Okay. Okay. Well, speaking of set deck, so Sedoi takes Gun, um, Gunsu. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gunsu. He takes <laughs> I have him to think about it too. To have like a heart to heart. But I don't know if you guys noticed this, but he takes him in front of a large light up panda, which was <laughs> I did it so weird. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I was like, why, Setek, why would you choose this to be in the background? It's so distracting. Anyway, um, <laughs> Sedoi says he's not mad. He knows that Gunsu is different from his family. Um, but He's Gun- being such a dad in this scene. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Big brother, at least. He wants them. He wants Seto. He wants him to be uh, something to lean on for Gunsu. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. And Gunsu is like so sad. Yeah. And he like apologizes for his family. But something that his family to, would never dude, do. That's not your responsibility. That's theirs. But I appreciate the sentiment. Um, and then this is like the big moment of the club, I think, is that the club is super racist and won't yeah. let Tony in, and it's really uncomfortable. Um, yeesh. Uh, and then Emily truly like, horribly oh, racist. Shoot, sorry, not Emily. Yisu is not Yisaw. Excuse me, is not <laughs> nice about it. She like kind of sucks about it. And and I have felt repeatedly so bad for uh Kim Tony and and I think that it's because I see so I I see I I I feel this feeling in myself. Mm. Um, of being like I'm Korean. I'm Korean. No, I don't speak Korean. No, I don't. I, like I didn't eat Korean food until I was in college. Like no all, to all of these things, but like, like he is he is so insistent that he's Korean, and 
I like I oftentimes feel like I'm so insistent that I'm Korean too, even though I don't have so many of the experiences and cultural touchstones. And I just every time Tony is like, I'm Korean, I just oh my heart breaks. I'm like, yes, Tony, you are Korean. You yeah. are. Fuck yeah. you, Emily, or fuck you, Iso. I feel yeah. and I'm so proud of him for feeling so strong in that conviction because I feel like for myself, I was not that strong in my own conviction being like, well, I'm not really, you know, like I'm half. So it's not like anything, you know, but to have that conviction to be like, no, I can be both. I can be more than one thing. I'm not, I don't know. I was going to say a popsicle, but I guess a popsicle can have more than one flavor. So it's not a good metaphor. You, you got a bomb <laughs> pop, you know, you got the you got all three flavors. of the yeah. bomb pop. I mean, yeah, there's no uh, is it, uh, what I what I like about this, this message, at least that I'm getting out of it is is to um, amplify or reiterate the idea that Korean people don't look just one way. Yes. And I, I, but then when we get to the end of the episode, I was like, oh my God, Tony, Tony, Tony. I, I just, huh, I have such a, a soft spot for Tony. And it, 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 it's a hot topic. I think to that a lot of Koreans as a society don't have enough clarity on it. It's like, what does it mean to be Korean? Right. So for me, mm-hmm. like I'm Korean American, I was born here, but raised very Korean at home. But then at the same time, get this, it's like this. It's like I go to Korea and then my uncle one day pulled me aside. And he's like, hey, I know you're in Korea and all and trying to get in touch with the culture and all that, but you're not Korean. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, never mind how I felt. I was like, oh, like we what? Uh, what? But then it's like, and then other times it's like, you're Korean, you should know this. It's like, what, 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 make up your mind. God, what am I? You know, it's like, even for somebody like me, there's like uh, a lack of kind of in-depth kind of uh, exploration of like, what does it mean to be Korean? Is it a nationality thing? Is it a cultural thing? Is it an appearance thing? You know? Um, And so a lot of Koreans, I think, would probably share in uh, Isa's, uh, opinion it's like well mm-hmm. you don't look korean so mm-hmm. but then it's like if, if it looks was the only thing well there's plenty of mongolians who look very korean and like chinese who look very korean you know mm-hmm. and or, you look you know. very korean in my opinion and your uncle said that you weren't korean so you know. yeah so uh, koreans uh, kind of confused about what it means to be korean i think um even the government like um actually w- when i did study abroad in the 2000s um there's a real threat of me being drafted into the military because uh, even though I'm pretty much American, like my name was in the family registry. So then, then mm-hmm. there have been accounts of like Korean Americans like myself getting dragged to the army to serve time when these fools don't even speak any Korean. It's like you don't want somebody like this in your army or military. They can't even listen to orders. Like how, yeah. what, good, what good is that going to do you in, in a combat situation? Yeah. Not very good. I had read um, that if you are a male Korean adoptee and you're in Korea on an F4 visa and you're under the age, you're you're like in the in the age range where they have mandatory military service, uh, you will be required to serve mandatory military service. Yeah. Which is it, 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 it does speak to this like idea of like kind of what you were saying with your uncle of like. When it's convenient to be Korean, then you're Korean. And when it's, you know, when they want to kind of put the, in the case of this bouncer, like literally put the the velvet rope across, then they can. Yeah. 
And and the the sad reality is, I guess nothing's changed because uh, shout out to Club Zen. Uh, I remember back in the day, um, there was a, it was closed one month because uh, there was like a stabbing, and um, back then it was no Americans and no GIs in the clubs because um, the the observation was these like twenty year old kids in the army in the U.S. Army come over, get all rowdy, and just start getting drunk and getting getting in fights and causing a bunch of trouble um and people get stabbed and killed and stuff like that so it's like you know the, the obvious scapegoat there is like well no more americans and gis in the club you know and then ironically it's like me i don't look american so i can fly under the radar and then you know go in but then uh people my friends who don't look korean they look white you know, um, they get pulled over. It's like, you got to show us your passport. Ironically, it's like, if you're Canadian, you're good. But hmm. <laughs> remember back then, George W. Bush was the, uh, the president. And so it's like a lot of like um, America feeling like they need to have some PR, hmm. a better PR team back then. Well, we need a better PR team even now, I would say. <laughs> That's and true. also to, to just bring it back to the episode, they do, the bouncer does ask. Tony for his uh for his passport, oh, yeah, which I was right, like, right. I was like, oh my gosh, like you're really like being quite racist, which is yeah. But they, well, I don't know if they get their total comeuppance, but um, Senoi goes later, like late at night, to graffiti all over their club to be like, these people are racist, don't go here, these people suck, blah blah blah. Um, so then the employees of that <laughs> club have to like panicked. And they're like panicked and they have to scrub it away. Um, they were trying to get it off. It looked like with dry paper towels. And I was yeah, like, yeah. okay. Well, the bouncer was there too. He was like trying to rub, scrub it off. The graffiti, if they're doing it with paper towels, should read racist and stupid. <laughs> Why yeah. are you using inefficient, racist yeah. and inefficient? Yeah. Get yourself a magic eraser, you know, Mr. Clean. And it was black. Some you could have just easily painted over. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, with me, though, sometimes paint. you can see it if you don't primer. So, okay, guys, first, listen carefully. First primer. Okay. And oh my then- gosh. And Kathy, we do need an update on your dresser at some okay. point. Okay. First of all, bookshelf. it turned out bad. Second of all, I did already <laughs> give it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was uh, short-lived. Oh short-lived. my goodness. Thank you so much for that for, for, for that sidebar. I enjoyed it very much. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> it was a very sad day for me, uh, but it did make me back, if you know what I mean. Oh, um, there we go. Yeah. Well, so... Senoi is faced with a tough decision because he's losing money. He doesn't have so um he decides to shut down his oh no, sorry, they want him to shut down the pub. Uh, but he decides not to. He decides to withdraw money from Janga and um open his pub in the new building. And he has to tell Kang that. Um and She's like, she doesn't understand why he wants to keep the pub, but he like tries to tell her it's for the people. Again, very Bernie. Um, <laughs> AOC vibes. Um, meanwhile, Tony's not showing up for work or answering his calls, and Emily hasn't apologized. That's not nice. And I, I, I just, I don't remember where this happened, but I did want to take a moment to Kathy, um, give you an update on where I am with uh, glasses, Charlie Hojin. Ooh. Um, I, 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 I am on his team when he's not <laughs> like. When when he is in a position like when he was talking to Paxeroi um about 
the the decision to remove one billion won from the Donga stock. Um, he was very confident. And I was mm. like, I can totally see mm. this. Like that is yes, he's very attractive. He's well dressed. He's sure of himself. He's confident. I'm into it. And then when like thinking back on like the last episode, I think it was when it's like him, Paxeroi and Kong, then I was like, he's really like he's really apologetic mm. and his 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 demeanor changes and he's very like crumpled up. And I'm like, I that in that environment, I'm less on his less on his side confidence is attractive it is it's all about the attitude attitude makes the hottie mm-hmm. attitude makes the hottie print it's that not on just a about t-shirt. looks mm-hmm. no it's not just about looks but sometimes it's a little bit about looks i mean it is a little bit about looks i mean we we like him much more now that he's a better dresser and has i mean if he had the hair, hair then maybe we wouldn't do so much scrutinizing is that right <laughs> I, think, I think his hair is okay yeah, i like his hair yeah, his hair's I think fine. His, his hair is a, a rare bright spot for hair in this show. For men's hair, hair. in this <laughs> sh- men's hair in this show is yeah. Also, because Gunwan's hair is really bad. D- yeah. Joker, I noticed his, uh, that at the end of this episode, his I was like, haircut, the undercut. I was like, sir, you have a lot of gel in your hair, and it is quite. It's really quite something. The slick back look. You have enough money to fix that, my dude. Just like just a little pomade is all you need. Yeah. You don't need all it's like of a, that. A, a dime sized amount. Yeah. Well, another <laughs> tragic, uh, almost as tragic as uh, the hair in the show is when Guan Tzu uh, tries to quit. And remember that Yisa has um, really pushed him to do this because he believes that if he quits, his family will lay off Seroi. Um and she's being an absolute monster in this scene. She is. Uh, so much so that Seroi takes her manager name tag because he's so mad. And he says he doesn't want to run his um, his uh, business like, oh, shoot, Dehi. He does not want to do that. He's running his business for the people. Um, that's right. And that's when he tells the team that he's going to buy a building, that he has a plan, a realistic alternative. Hmm. And then, oh wait, am I jumping ahead here? Please. When he, when I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely jumping ahead. But when, um, Dehi learns the street that Seroi has purchased the building on, he has a very strong reaction, and I didn't know why. I didn't know if that was mm. like if the road is like a, a significant road. You're right. Um, I didn't catch anything. In well, terms I think of- it's- was it because all the stores on that or all the bars on that building like closed down within a year or something or like 18 months or something? Yeah, like Lone Shark okay, Grandma comes into the scene and is like, hey, grandma. Like, yeah, here's she my was... card. You're going to need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I wrote down. I wrote down the, the Lone Ajima seems like a scam. Yeah. 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 Her, her, her business card literally says like grandma's loans or something. <laughs> grandma's oh, daily funny. installment I loans or something. I love that. <laughs> she's a hustler babe she's a hustler and you know who else is hustling tony's hustling because he's trying to find his oh my biological father and all he has is a photo <sighs> it's so sad and he, i just oh my gosh uh i i thought i thought maybe that tony's maybe adopted by his father like maybe that the the man in the photo with tony was his adoptive father but maybe he is his biological father uh, it, 
it certainly seems at least that he believes that it's his biological father. I might have been wrong about that, though. Maybe it's his adopted father. I'm not sure. But that's he has Korean citizenship, right? So- no, I think that's what he's trying to. Oh. I think that's what he's trying to establish, because my impression is that uh, he's trying to um, get. Oh, you're his, right. He, he's try- he, that's why he's there with this photo trying to be like, this is my dad. I need you to give me his record so that I can establish Korean citizenship. And the person at the desk rightfully is like, that's a photo. And yeah. we can't, I mean, yeah. you can't use that. If it they, also doesn't sound, say the dad's name no. on the photo. Even if, if they allowed that, I would take the photo of my father and be like, give me Korean citizenship for that sweet, sweet medical care. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> absolutely. Oh man. Oh my God. They're hit yeah. to the fact that people use, uh, image, Instagram filters and stuff and all yeah. that. Yeah. So they're not letting it pass. But meanwhile, Esau has figured out, um, that she has done wrong. Uh, and in lieu of an apology, even though she does apologize later, she posts an Instagram about, this racist club because she knows that that will get more traction than just some graffiti you could paint over. And then she finally apologizes to Tony and Tony does this amazing power move in which he pretends to have diarrhea so that his coworkers won't see him cry. (laughs) (laughs) Tony is easily my favorite character. Tony's like an emotional uh, child. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. the way he runs from the scene, it's like he's, also he's I wanted to. I I thought it was very um very interesting uh, that in uh in in Yisol's Instagram post in the the subtitles it said that one of the lines was I can't believe there's still racism, which I think I just thought was so interesting as a Korean American person living in the United States as we have this national conversation about racism and anti Asian hate. Just that on the other side of the world, you know, and I, I know that the the show is from a couple of years ago, but that, you know, because of the because Korea is very homogenous, like they're like, I can't believe this is racism. But, you know, she's of the uh, most represented group. Well, and I mean, they're racist to Tony all the time. So right. Racist. But she doesn't even realize it. And that's kind of like the thing. It's like um, Koreans like to think of themselves as like. Yeah, we're so educated and smart and we know we have principles, but then um, a lot of stuff flies off, flies under the radar, too, for sure. Yeah, it's also like, girl, if you didn't think there was racism, what do you think you're apologizing for? (laughs) Right, There's a little bit of weird irony there that I'm not sure if that she gets that. Maybe she does. She also says that she's going to help her help him find his father, which is great because she's like really connected. So I think that she'll actually like make some things happen for him which is great love it the power yeah. of social media she, yeah. like these influencers they have they have the world in their palm and also uh emily through i'm oh, sorry uh yisu 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 i've been saying yisu <laughs> because I, my uh and what's it called the thing you remember it by is yiha but it's not yisa ha it's yisu yisu yeah yisu okay now i'm trying to think of what the th- the mnemonic device a mnemonic yes that's what i meant um, but she gets her name tag back. Yiso gets her name tag back. And that's when Dehi learns that uh Zeroi has made good on his promise and has bought his building. So da, da, da. Da, da, wait, da. really quick before yeah. we move forward, I just wanted to take a quick moment to shout out 
Am I jumping ahead? Whatever. Um, to shout out the wardrobe <gasps> department on this show because I absolutely loved Kong's looks earrings. in this episode. Her earrings were so cool. If you didn't notice it, Steve, I can tell that you don't know what we're talking about. Go back. And <laughs> I have watch no idea. It. Steve has I... the blankest expression on his face right now. <laughs> Kong is wearing these incredible earrings that are like look like an earring, necklace, glasses, chain hybrid. Mm-hmm. And they're just truly incredible. And then in the very next scene, when she's walking around uh, with Seroi, she's wearing this incredible uh, like camel colored coat with a huge like what appears to be either just of the same fabric or built into the coat, a huge scarf. And it's just, oh, she looks so freaking rich and powerful. Mm. I love it. I, I'm I so do remember obsessed. the coat. I was like, that, that, that's pretty stylish. Yeah. I like that. And what a what a con- uh, contrast to Seroi, who is our Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of this season. Um, and he's saying- <laughs> And he Bernie in fashion. And Bernie in fashion. He's saying he does not want, he wants to like, make his own decisions and not have to pay for his own principles. So he doesn't want to like spend money on that. Yeah. Um, and uh, Seroi later is hanging out with Sua and tells her that he needs Yisoo. How? God damn it. I'm so sorry. Yisoo. Yisoo. He needs Yisoo for the success of his business. So who does day he call in? And this is the song I wanted, but it's not on iTunes. Who does day he call <laughs> into his office? But none other than Yisoo to meet with him. Okay, so here's how I was confused. That was a I mouthful, Kathy. <laughs> I, yes, Kathy, gotta give it up. Yeah, yeah. Intro to Korea is the where show. I belong. Oh my but. God, done, done incredibly. I mean, I can tell because I follow you on Instagram and, you know, you, you, you post about uh, your Japanese classes. A, a very good student. Oh, thank you so much. A very great learner. Unlike me, who... Goes to Korean class and now I'm in basic A. It only took me three years. (laughs) 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 But I wanted to say, uh, so when what did what did we all think first? A poll when Yisul comes into Dehi's office, did you guys think that uh, he was calling her in to use her as a pawn, or did you think that he was calling her in because she's been a pawn the whole time. <gasps> oh, I never even considered the latter. Mm. I always thought it was the former. That's interesting. Okay. Because I thought it was the former first and then I thought it was the latter and I didn't like that I thought it was the latter. I was like, I think that's too much. I think it's like a thing on top of a thing if she's been like a plant the mm. whole time. She definitely looks she's happy to be there. She's like, she's got her little like smile on, you know? That's why I thought that... Um, that's why I thought that she was maybe had been like an undercover agent mm. because she seemed like she was like smug and confident. Like, look, I've come back with the goods. But in that world, does mm. she love Seroi? I think so still. I did think about that. And I think so still because she's 20. And I think that she uh, is a bit messy personally. Mm. She's a bit messy. Steve, you've got a lot of grunts going on over there Mm. well that is an interesting possibility however i'm going to be really upset at the writers if it turns out that joisa is a plant Mm. from it's just too much because then it's like uh, then what the hell were we watching about her like being all in love with pakseroi and then like you know 
it, it just doesn't make sense. Like she wouldn't have gotten carded. Like, or I don't know. She would have got, like, she should have had VIP uh, access to the Changa bar or pub when they went in and, and all that stuff. And it just doesn't make sense. It, you know, I'm, she's, I don't also, know. she's doing too good of a job, I think, to be his pawn. I think if she was his pawn, she would have done a worse job at helping him. Helping Seroi. Yeah. Yeah. I think where it has to go is that Yisa is playing double agent. Just like how uh, director Kang is, right? Mm. There's a lot of spy versus spy stuff going on in this in this corporate environment, um, and so I don't know. I guess right. So you think that she that that Yiso is going to become a double agent, but she's currently only on the side of Pak Seroi. Yeah, I see I, that. I think I think she's smart enough to be like, you know what? We I need to plant myself into Changa Corporation and kick up some dust. Well, there's definitely, what, nine more episodes? So we have, like, a lot of track to run still, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's so much Tony Kim track that I'm... I'm glad we got... We cleared up the fact that, okay, so Tony came to Korea to search for his father. Mm -hmm. So that makes a lot more sense and fits a lot better with the fact that his Korean is is good, but it's not native level Korean, like as if he lived in Korea his whole life. Yeah, I'm curious how he learned Korean, too, since it sounds like maybe his father was not very involved in his life, given that all he has of him is a picture. Um, yeah. And his mother, I think, is from Guinea, is what they said. Well, I, I guess I'm assuming because that's where they said he's from. Yeah. Um, he was taking the Korean classes offered by the Korean Cultural Center and subsidized uh, by the Korean government. Uh, he, Tony, passed ba- he passed basic A so fast. Mm-hmm. He did. He's he, was asked to, he was asked to identify the sound that a certain letter made, and he did it without any problem. Oh, my gosh. Nope. And there was, no a, a, there was a Korean person in his class who could not, <laughs> and he laughed in her face. Well, he was like, I am also Korean. You're not the only Korean And that is here. true. Very good correction. He is also Korean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't judge by the cover anymore. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I, 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 yeah, I'm very curious to see what happens um, with Kim Tony because, uh, yeah, I, I think it's uh, I'm I'm also very curious about uh, locating biological family members in this country in particular. So, mm. Tony, what can I learn? Can I learn from this? Tony, show? don't get it's... drafted. Don't get oh, drafted. Tony, don't get drafted. Oh, yeah. Oh, question. Um, so in this episode. I thought I witnessed like the ultimate power move uh, in the the kind of uh, what do you call it? Is it is it wrong to call it caddy? The caddy exchanges between Joisa and uh, Sua. Mm. Like, where's my notes? It's like Sua is trying to give Isa advice about how to, you know, get closer to Park Seroi. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is his nature. This is what you have to be ready for. Don't try to change him. Good advice. All while pretending to be like, I'm doing this because I care for you like an older sister. She keeps referring to herself as Unni, right? Like an older mm-hmm. sister. Even though Joey's was like, clearly like, I don't see you as family, so don't even talk to me. I hate you. Um, but Sua is just like playing the game. She's like, I care about you. 
I know you're just a little kid. Yeah, she's Pat so she's so unthreatened that she's like, let me give you some tips, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. And then it's like you see Sua just oh not Sua, Isa being like, Oh, I hate this. You're like playing this card on me. Like sometimes kindness is a power move. It really is. That is true. Yeah. Sometimes kindness is a power move. But at the end of the episode, um, day he says something to the effect of the older I get, the pettier I get. And I was like, yeah. gosh, say Ain't that the truth. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Yeah. Truth bomb. So uh <laughs> the older you get. I mean, you know, they say that, you know, we return to being children in our older years. And so. you can really see that with Dehi because he's like, yeah, I'm rich. I don't have anything else to do. Let me uh, take up a take up a, a a rivalry with a 30 year old bar owner. Yeah. Someone who's my son's age, basically. Yeah. yeah. Let me just pick on him. Yeah. Let me bully one of my son's classmates. <laughs> right. I mean, there's a weird sons. obsession. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. awful. There's a weird obsession about the getting on your knees and bowing thing, mm. which is like, yeah. which is kind of funny to me. I don't know how you guys felt, but that very same scene, um, Paxero is like, no, I'm not going to bow and kneel. Yeah, at the end of his conversation, he does that awkward little head bow, like nods his head. Mm. <laughs> I thought like, it was very... Um, uh, I think it's from The Lion King, right? Where Scar is like, bow to me. Mm. <laughs> and I got that vibe. I got that vibe a lot. It is a very like, Lion King vibe. Bow to me. Yeah, yeah. That would be another, because you know how we're giving, um, we're giving, uh, we were giving Joker new nicknames. It would be fun to name him after one of the hyenas. Ooh, I did think that, that I was like, oh, that's a good nickname for uh for Dehi is mm-hmm. Scar. Bow to yeah. me. Well, what was the hyena's names? Do they have names? I don't know. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> is that right? She was one of them, right? Let's she was just. One, yeah. We don't we don't live in an age where we have to wonder anymore. We don't have to wonder. We have. Let's see. Who have we? Oh, yeah. We have. um. Uh, This is not in order. <laughs> Um, Ed, Shenzi, and Bonsai. Mm. What? I think those they are have like. I think what? That's, <laughs> that's their names. I don't yeah, think they Shenzi, ever even Bonsai, to them. and Ed. Like one sounds Chinese, another's a Japanese word. Wow. Shenzi played by Whoopi Goldberg. Bonsai played by Cheech Marin, and Ed played by Jim Cummings. That's so strange. Why would they name them that? I wonder if they're um they're in the language uh that the songs are in that like the circle of life is in. I'm so sorry, I don't know what language it is. We can we can, we can Google I, shit all day on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I like to wonder. Keeps Steve, you're on alive. your own on that one. <laughs> oh, it's sung in Zulu. It's a oh. language okay, so in South Africa. Maybe they'll maybe they are. Uh, Zulu name. Oh, so Elton John didn't create the song. I think he did the the music, and oh. then I assume they hired some very underpaid consultant, uh, that probably doesn't get royalties to do the lyrics, the opening mm. lyrics. Oh, this was a bit. This is super. I'm not going to take us down this road. <laughs> 
there was a big thing about the royalties because it's an animation guild movie. Yeah. But that's uh, this is not interesting to uh this is not interesting to our beautiful Our listeners. audience wants Korean language lessons. Our Cre- our want. audience wants Korean language lessons <laughs> and updates on my bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We gave you guys both in this one, mm-hmm. so uh, that was really I do I do feel a little bit better uh about this episode in terms of I think I believe Sua does has more of a vested interest in Hakseroi, it seems like. Uh she seems a little worried about Isha mm. or something. Maybe she doesn't really know. I mean, I think her her, her whole scene with her at, at giving Isha advice was kind of a projection of her own, right? Um mm. that that she wants to be able to stand side by side with Hakseroi and his lofty ideals that maybe she feels like she doesn't live up to. Hmm. But he, like, he said in this episode, right? Like he was like, uh, she was like, are you worried about having to start over? And he was like, no, I'm just sorry that it's going to take me longer for you to be able to quit your job or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like she doesn't have a, I mean, at least in my impression, she doesn't have a reason to be, to think that Paxeroi is losing interest at all. I guess we'll just have to watch yet another episode to find out. Or we can Google it. We don't have to wonder. Whoa, 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 we don't have the to mystery wonder. Alive. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We'll oh, watch it then. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the uh how many more week episodes? Six weeks? Six episodes? No more. No more than that. Eight. This was episode eight, so we still episode have twelve. No, oh, 12. no, no, no. There's not twenty. There's only sixteen. 16, so we're halfway through. Yeah. All right. Eight more episodes. We're on the eight-week plan. Mm-hmm. We're on the eight-week plan. All right. Well, any anything else to add? Nope. All good. I think everyone's Korean level went up today. Ah! Um, and Basic that concludes, B, baby. <laughs> Basic B. And that concludes today's lesson, kids. <laughs> this is Steve. Oh, this is Kathy. Egg <laughs> <laughs> this is Kim Egil. All right. See ya next week. You make me back. Mm. Might, oh, yeah. Make me back. Isn't that crazy? You make me back. Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue, and our executive producers are Will Choi, Phil Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod. And if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck Podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. Hey, I'm Bill Yu, and you may know me from a blog called Angry Asian Man. And I'm Jeff Yang, author, journalist, and celebrity dad. We host a podcast called They Call Us Bruce, an unfiltered conversation about what's happening in Asian America. Each week or so, we host a discussion about some of the most vital and interesting topics in our pop culture and our community, bringing in guests who are shaping and informing this thing called Asian America from Hollywood to D.C. and beyond. Uh, we got media, entertainment, food, family, politics, representation, the good, the bad, the WTF of it all. 
So check us out wherever you get your podcasts or at theycallsbruce.com. Peace. Peace.